0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know,
1: our trusted partner, Tirec.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension just to name a few everything you need to elevate your drive simply go to tirerack.com slash sports tirerack.com rack.com so a tire buying should be Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What of America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome, welcome, welcome in. It is draft day. No, not the movie draft day. Uh, It is legit draft day, which I've always said this as a guy who did not hear his name called in the 2000 NBA draft. My son asked me the other day, he's like, were you, were you drafted? I was like, yeah, I was a third round pick. And to him, he just got, like I said to Hayes, there was two rounds. There was only two rounds. I was the number one pick of the USBL draft. Are you guys aware of that? I was the number one overall pick. Um, We're broadcasting live from the tyrite.com studios. Uh, Tyrite.com, help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road has protection over 10,000 recommended dollars. Tyrite.com, it's the way tire buying should be. Uh, Crazy stuff in Boston as they were going to, yesterday when we clicked off it felt like the Christoph's Przingis trade would go through. It didn't go through. Then it, he did become a Celtic, but the third team angle to it, which was Malcolm Brogdon point guard, backup for the Celtics didn't end up as a clipper because of a pre-existing injury and the thought that they didn't have time to do a medical eval. And then later on the night, we found out that Marcus smart was traded to the Celtics. Um, I, I think this is this is really kind of fascinating because what happens in uh, what happens in uh, sports radio, oftentimes, what happens in you know your living room tonight when you are watching the NBA draft, you are discussing with your friends this weekend at a cookout or whatever over uh, you know over you know should said player or should the Celtics have given up on Marcus Smart and trade him away? you don't have all the information, right? You don't have all the information. And when you're trying to clear the books for Jalen Brown's contract, which will inevitably be like $295 million in the future, you got to decide, all right, what do we want it to look like now? What do we want it to look like in a year? And look, there's intangibles that people and players have for a team And I think it's going to be fascinating. Like Marcus Smart is seen as the heartbeat of the Celtics. Is that fair? Like no one's ever said he's the best player. No one's ever said he's the second best player. But I would guess that even if you're a passing NBA fan, you're like, well, there's a guy that doesn't really have position, seems to play hard, seems to really give a damn. Maybe it's because of his kind of leadership capabilities. And Brad Stevens, who of course runs the Celtics, used to be his coach. So if Brad Stevens says now is the time to move on from Marcus Smart, like I'm sorry, I, 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 tr- I trust his eval. I don't think they're done yet. I think they're going to figure out probably one more, uh, one more move, potentially for a starting point guard. But it strikes me as sometimes the public has a greater appreciation for somebody than people who are there on a day-to-day for good reason. Because on the day-to-day, I don't know if it's a PITA or if it just has a declining skill set. But regardless of which, the Celtics trade, the potential for a Lillard trade, the potential for a Zion trade, the potential for um, any of these trades it's a very interesting part of the anatomy of what the NBA draft has become. Right? Most people would think you watch the NBA draft to learn about players, to learn where they're going, to hear how they fit in, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. But the reality is most of these cats are 19 years old. They're not going to, if they make it, don't make it. They're not going to help anybody for two or three years. Anyway, you don't know them. You're going to learn about them. Now you're going to follow them. But when we talked about this yesterday, because of the way our American system has changed and evolved, we have less knowledge. And so do the NBA teams, by the way, less knowledge of who somebody is and what they're going to look like in an NBA uniform. Cause they're still like, how are you at 19? Nine, like think think back to when you're 19 years old, compared to when you're 19, when you're 22 or 23, you're like a different human being. And physically a different human being. So the idea that you're going to know everything about these dudes or the NBA teams know about these dudes is kind of comical. Isn't it? It's nearly, not totally, nearly impossible. But you don't watch the NBA draft for the draftees. It's like... um, you know do you go to a show to hear the music or do you go to a show because of the scene like for for my lifetime until weed became legal in california right like i i would always uh, you know i would always go to you go to a concert like dude does everybody in the world light up and smoke weed at a concert but there are a lot of people this you go to a concert just to go in, just to feel the vibe, like the music, and there's no real, there's a lot a lot less stringent rules on everything. Right? There are people who, you grew up in America, and you're like, hey, I'd like to, there are people who go to vacation with their kids, and their kids want to go to other places because the drinking age is lower. You're not going to see the sights, you're going for other stuff. The NBA draft is that way. We don't actually go for the draft. We go for the other stuff. The other stuff is way more interesting than the draft itself. And way more impactful in the upcoming NBA season than the draft itself. And I'm sure you could come up with some sort of parallel to your life or your thoughts where there's something that in your life you do whether it's a show that you watch. And I don't watch for the show. I watch because, uh, you know, it's like diners, drive-ins, and dives. I love that show. I don't love that show because I'm looking for restaurants to go to. I go because I like when they, they break down the process of how they make something. Like, damn, that's a lot of salt. Doesn't feel like a lot of salt. Oh, they put sugar in it. That's the secret ingredient. The you are know, restaurants I'm never going to go to. And they're all, oh, amazing. There's never been one that he's been into like, jeez, oh, that's terrible, right? But I, I watch Diners, and Dri- Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives because like I love looking at a little piece of the process of how things are made. That fascinates me. Fascinates me. Uh, when I watch House Hunters, I don't watch House Hunters because I care what these people buy. I like House Hunters because I kind of want to get a sense of what's the value, how much does it cost to live in a particular area? House Hunters International, that thing always fascinates me. I have no real sense of what it would, how much it would cost to buy a house in Bali. Somehow there's some couple from North Carolina, they sold everything and they went to Bali. I don't care about the couple. I don't care about the house. I don't care if it's number one or number two or number three. I just want to know, like, how much does it cost to live in Bali? Oh, cool. Now moving on. That's what the NBA draft has become. You don't watch the NBA draft for the draft. You watch the NBA draft because the landscape of what happens in the offseason is often maybe not dictated by what happens in the draft, but foretold based upon what happens in the draft. You know, I, I don't know if Damian Lillard gets traded tonight, but if he's going to get traded, you'll know you'll it feels like you'll like if they draft Scoot Henderson. You know, and you already ha- you have a couple of small guards like you don't need another small guard. That's going to be a th- that means you're starting over. And oh, yeah, by the way, while I'm saying this, I do. Re- I hope people realize that just because a guy is drafted doesn't mean that's where he ends up. And when a guy is traded later on the night. That trade was actually consummated before the draft book took place. It only is announced at a later time. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by um, combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. You have anything like that in life, Chase, too, where you you watch the show or you go to a place, but it's not the what people... think you go there for like uh you know father's father's day i took i had two of my kids i went to the this area that near where i grew up it's the orange circle and we end up having an incredible meal at felix it's a cuban restaurant it's one of my parents favorite restaurants and we ate outside but i didn't actually go set for the meal i went because it's one of the few places where you can walk around everybody eats outside it's almost like a euro european kind of flair favorite uh flair to it you know it was just a little bit different uh but it wasn't the linear i went for said meal i went for all of the kind of experience around
4: the first thing i thought about when you were talking about this is um the show scary or was it not scary Strange. things oh. um stranger things stranger, stranger things right I was fascinated with that first season, and here's the reason why. Not because of the horror or the scare or suspense or anything, but I thought the first season of, of Stranger Things was maybe the best depiction of what it was like to grow up in the early 80s. Yeah. And I am the age of the kids in the, in the characters in the show, yeah. and it was, like, it was like a time warp, man. I, I, it took me back. Everything, the imaging, the costuming, just everything. And then my, uh, my girlfriend's teenager loves Stranger Things. He loves the horror. He loves the suspense. It's a, the pop culture thing. But I watched it mainly to kind of take a trip back to the 80s. Make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. The only thing missing from Stranger Things is there are no, I, I, there are no arcade scenes. Like, I, I, one of the things I distinctly remember about growing up in the 80s was you go to an arcade And then you'd go and we talked... Oh, go ahead. Uh, Dan Byers got breaking news. Let's get to Dan. Dan, what do you got?
2: Breaking news from Fox Sports.
5: Doug, in advance of the draft tonight, multiple reports, including the Athletic and ESPN, report that the Wizards and Golden State Warriors have agreed on a trade that would send Chris Paul to Golden State. Jordan Poole would be on his way to the Wizards.
1: Wow. Okay, so... Um first as you guys know I love Chris Paul. I'm like one of the last defenders of uh, of Chris Paul. And I believe I believe this accomplishes what I thought all along it could accomplish. Now, I don't know if that means he stays there for good. I, I don't but if he does stay there for good this means Chris Paul comes off the bench, and I think Chris Paul is that. That's awesome for him. That's a massive step. I don't think you can win an NBA title with Chris Paul as your starting point guard anymore. It, it's hard enough to win with LeBron as a starter at his age, considering like your body just doesn't move the same anymore, right? Uh, but that means they got they get out of the Jordan Poole business. They get into the Chris Paul business. Of course, I believe he could still be waived after the 28th. Um, and so that would be interesting if that's, if that's what they did it for, is to get Jordan Poole off their books. Because the way NBA draft, NBA trades have to work is it has to be dollar for dollar, but only in that year. right? So Jordan Poole has a multi-year extension, multi-year contract. Uh, that um, Golden State no longer has on the books. So it cleans the books up for years to come, gets him out of their locker room as uh, he was a disaster in the playoffs, and everybody seems to have soured on him as a player, maybe not as as a person. And I guess the question becomes, can Chris Paul coexist on a team with Steph Curry? Man, it's really hard to play them at the same time considering their size, and though Chris Paul in his prime was a plus defender, he's not in his prime, and he and Steph Curry are little.
5: Shams has added that the Warriors would send Poole, a protected first-round pick in 2030, and a second-rounder in 2027 to the Wizards for Chris Paul.
1: Mm. What do you think, Dan?
5: I, I just go back to this past season and how much of... Uh, of a disaster it was for Golden State and all of the tensions that were going underneath the surface. And then when the Warrior season ended, they're like, "Oh yeah, that played a huge deal in it." But apparently the deal was such a big deal that Jordan Poole's the one that got ousted. So that that whole dynamic is just is crazy to me. Where I'm, I'm honestly, Doug, I'll just say this: I'm wondering if there were just a lot more Golden State Warriors. We're glad that Draymond threw that punch. Then maybe I realized, and maybe I'm in the minority in thinking that. But, um, yeah, I agree.
1: Can I meet? I'll meet you guys halfway. I don't think they love that he threw the punch, but I think they all understood what he was trying to express or try. Right? Like, yeah, it's the it's the code red. That that's what it is. Well, sorry, Dan. Did uh, have you have you seen a few good men? Uh,
5: no, 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 I'm, <laughs> I I'm not. not. I'm not yeah. saying it to be a jerk. No, but no, Jack Nicholson. You have, yeah, you, you, yes. you have
1: told us that you are not a you are not a movie yes. guy, and I don't want to make a movie reference that a lot of a lot of people get, some people don't get. Okay, so the code red was it was like a way of keeping dudes in line, right? And they were told not to order the code red and then pulled aside and like, "Yo, yeah, the code red. And nobody wanted, was it, Santiago was one of the, who was the guy who died? Jay Stu, which, which, which character died? Lieutenant Santiago died? Can't remember. Santiago died, yep. Okay. So, with no one, I don't think you wanted Jordan Poole to be Santiago and get knocked into smithereens, but his attitude was he had, he was feeling himself, Right. And what happened was the punch was so violent, and because the, the video leaked, he became a victim in this thing. And he was, but it didn't, it didn't serve its purpose. And the purpose was, dude was feeling himself, acting like he was a star, and he had done, in their minds, nearly enough to be acting the way he acted. And then he got paid at a level above his actual talent. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Dan. That no, was, that, I was. That's, that's you're
5: exactly right. And the leak. Remember, the leak was the problem that yep. the Warriors had. The, the, the it was the biggest issue with them.
1: And like, who leaked it? Who leaked it? Yeah, it was. It wasn't. Why did he punch him? Yes, it was exactly. It. Exactly. Great exactly. Great point. What were you going to say, Jay Too.
4: I, I just don't really see this as as the Warriors even keeping Chris Paul. This was. I, I think this was an addition by subtraction. I think this was a way to kind of make the money work. Do You. Do you think that there's a chance that Chris Paul still becomes this free agent that plays for the Clippers or Lakers? Yes. And that that speaks a lot to how much of a cancer Jordan Poole was there, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think he became
1: a very polarized— I don't even know if he became a polarizing figure. Like, look, that that, was—that's my— I said this, and then, honestly, if you you guys remember— I said that Draymond's punch ruined their season. And Draymond said that his punch ruined their season. And Steve Kerr said it ruined their season. But it was point it was there was a reason behind it and I think it has a lot more support. I mean he was so bad in the playoffs. So bad. Now he goes to Washington where he can take every shot and no one will ever hear from him again. It is basketball purgatory. Wow. That is, a, that is a bad contract. That's the 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 dictionary definition of a bad contract. All right, more on that to come.
6: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Go to tirerack.com/sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com/sports, tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this
3: before in the Centurion Lounge.
1: Ryan Hollins joins us. He's our Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst. Plus, uh, he's the color analyst for the Houston Rockets TV network. Of course, played 10 years in the NBA. And he joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Ryan, let, let's start with the news of the day, news of the moment. Jordan Poole traded from the Warriors to the Wizards. Uh, a couple other guys, protected first-round pick. Ryan Rollins, first-round pick. For Chris Paul, what's your reaction?
6: Wow, that that's breaking news. That just broke right now. I must have not even have my phone on me. Um, you're you're looking to relieve pressure from Steph Curry. You know, you're looking to get Steph off ball, Clay off ball. Uh, you're looking for ball movement. Um, they were really upset, clearly with however Jordan Poole played. Uh, if you're the Wizards, you just got younger and you need scoring. You know, if you, I played with Bradley Bill. I played over there in Washington. You need scoring, and that, that's what they're looking to do, unfortunately, they let Tommy, the great Tommy Shepherd, go. So they're doing things clearly a lot differently, and the deal to get Bill out of there had, had happened with Tommy not being there. Um, but with Golden State, man, this this is a shakeup. And uh, the one thing I know from playing with Chris is Chris wants a championship. This is an opportunity for him to go and win, And it shows also an urgency, I think, back to the Paul George situation. They weren't waiting for Chris to be a free agent. They weren't waiting for Chris to be bought out. They went out and actively pursued Chris Paul. And I think the questions now will be, say, hey, um, are you going to play Chris, Steph, and Clay? Um, Defensively, what do Chris and Steph look like on the floor at the same time? Uh, I think you're going to have to go with a traditional five to cover the backside now because it is going to be harder to switch. Um, but I think that this is a, a a real push in Golden State, I assume, another player to go and join them, um, for them to go out and get a championship. But I think from an IQ standpoint, the one thing that playing against Steve Kerr, having a kind of game plan against his teams, those Warriors teams have always been really high IQ. And Chris Paul is is, is likely the highest, I easily right, Doug, like the highest IQ guy that I've ever played with. And I think it's going to be intriguing to see how their shots look and I think man I, I was on those Clipper teams that played against the Warriors. Uh there's nothing but respect there for what the Warriors did, how they how they grew up. We didn't win championships, but so we felt like we were their pistons. Um and, and, and the success that they had, but interesting hit the the rivalry between uh Chris and Steph and now being teammates, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow.
1: it's it it is it it is a wow. Uh it is a wow. It'll see interesting to see if that's where he sticks and that's where he stays uh, Ryan Hollins joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Does Damian Lillard get out of Portland?
6: He has to. I, I think the time is now. I think the one thing about Damian Lillard, and, and Henry, when I say this, he's the most respected player in the NBA. With all due respect to LeBron James or Steph Curry, Damian Lillard is the most respected. So, when, and, and I say that because I'm looking at a James Harden-like situation where I think the respect will say, We'll send you to the Miami Heat. We'll send you to New York. We'll send you to Brooklyn. We'll send you to somewhere that you want to go rather than someone that, somewhere that would be the most advantageous for us. You know, a, a king's ransom came back for Rudy Gobert, for Donovan Mitchell, multiple first-round picks. So I, I think that they're going to go – they should, and I would assume that Portland would be classy enough to go work with uh, Damian Lillard, be, Lillard because he tried everything. And I think the the big indicator during the draft tonight, which we're all excited for – You know, if Portland goes and trades out of that spot and goes and tools up and goes and spends some money and gets a big name or gets someone to be there, you may see Dame staying there. But if not, if they continue to go young, I think just respect from both sides. You send Dame to a situation where he can win and take the most advantage of his youth. But like I said, because the respect he has around the league, I think Chris Paul was respected. His wishes were honored. I think he's also one of those guys where uh, you're going to have to take care of him.
1: Okay, um, what do you think of Phoenix and the move that they made to acquire Brad Beal?
6: Well, for one, um, during the season, it'll probably be rare, Doug, maybe we'll say 30 games, and we'll see all those guys in uniform playing. Uh, The biggest question is going to be chemistry. I played with Bradley Beal over at Washington, and the one thing that I think Brad never got respect for, because we played with John, and John was there, and he's electric passing the ball. It was hard to take the ball out of his hands. Brad can play on the basketball and facilitate and pass. And I think you're going to have to see easy buckets. You're going to have to see that team play in transition. But they never had time to figure it out. And, Doug, I know we were hard on them, but they never had time to figure it out. And I think I'm just going to call myself out. And a lot of people, I don't think the respect was due for Denver. And Denver put beat the brakes off Phoenix. And we just talked about how bad Phoenix was but Denver was pretty darn good. So I think the respect should be there and, and, and hats off for that move to be made. And I think the ownership now in Phoenix and obviously the change in Washington, you're seeing organizations that want to win now and they're making a huge push. And Doug, I tell you one thing, it's going to send a wave through the league. When a team makes a big move, a big power play, other teams are going to say for us to contend, we've got to bolster what we have. So I'm intrigued to see it, man. And I think this is going to be fun to watch. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't think there's, there's any doubt. Um, were the Celtics right to move off of Marcus Smart?
6: I think it just showed it had to be somebody's fault. When Joe Mazzulla came back and said it wasn't Joe's fault, we're gonna be patient with Joe. We're gonna we're gonna treat Joe like Spoelstra was treated in Miami, but we are gonna say, you know, Marcus Smart. We're gonna move on from you. We're we're gonna move on from Malcolm Brogdon. We're gonna we're gonna make a choice. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure Brogdon's still there. First I hear he's gone. Then he's staying. But maybe there was a choice being made there. But I think even more so. Um, so I know you didn't ask this, but for Memphis, what they're saying is, you got Draymond Green, Marcus Smart and Dylan Brooks are the three best emotional leaders in the league. Dylan Brooks is too young to be the emotional leader. He went off the wrong way. But guess what? If we're not going to pay the price for Draymond, because Draymond's going to come at a price, we're going to go forward and we're going to make a move and get Marcus Smart and get that veteran who can play and get someone to come in and mentor John Morant. So I think that actually makes Memphis a whole lot more scarier than what we're we, we were looking at it and expecting from them if they can get things together. Marcus Smart can also score the basketball. He's going to give you whatever he needs. It's just a matter of him being healthy. But that just said it had to be somebody's fault that we didn't win, and we ain't moving uh, Tatum or Brown. Unfortunately, Marcus is going to be the guy to go. Um. Uh,
1: okay, I, I'm I'm intrigued by Victor Webanyama. and it's not because I don't think he has a chance to be a great player. But I feel like the idea that his, I, I saw today, his floor is Anthony Davis. I've heard Broussard said if he's Akeem Olajuwon, it's a disappointment. Like, what, Why are we putting this level of hype on a guy who, it, it, again, limitless maybe potential, but hadn't played here, it's a different game. And oh yeah, by the way, like guys that big have a tendency to get hurt. How should we look at Victor Webanyama as a guy that played a decade in this league?
6: Well, I, I run a podcast with the league and I heart NBA rookie life, and I, I have asked multiple players and their sources about this. And I, I can tell you one thing we are excited for his talent because you haven't seen anything like this. And the big answer here is mindset. And I saw him on J.J. Reddick's podcast a little earlier. And the guy seems a little, like, competitive. He seems edgy. He seems a little fanatical. He's talking about his place in the universe and what he needs to do on the floor. And I think this is going to work out, Doug. Now, what it looks like, I'm going to leave it in the hands of Greg Popovich because we all know how would you guard Wimby right now? You switch one through five, you get under him, and you get physical with him, and you'd contest his threes without fouling and see if he can beat you. Now, the challenge is, is he going to simplify his game? Is he going to get you a rim run in the post? Is he going to you know, run into, you know, pick and rolls and, and dive to the rim when they're switching screens? Is he going to put the ball down with one dribble and go into a running sky hook or one of those fadeaway shots to where, you know, you're, you being physical with him won't bother him? Um, I think he's going to be good, Doug. I think you have to put the right pieces around him. And it's intriguing. We know how to build about around LeBron, right? Give him three and D guys. Uh, we know with, with Durant you, you kinda give him spacing and facilitators to help him out. I think you know how to build around Jokic. You kinda saw that in Denver. I think San Antonio's biggest problem is how do you build around him? Because he's not necessarily a facilitator. He's a playmaker. He's downhill. But you've got to have the ball in his hands to get the most out of this kid. And he's not a traditional big because, Doug, bigs don't normally dribble. So uh, I think he's going to be the real deal. But I think San Antonio is going to have to find ways to put him in the best way, best position to be successful. And that kind of echoed through uh, a lot of my, my colleagues and front office members from what I'm hearing also.
1: Ryan, you're the best, man. Enjoy draft night uh, between your pod and the Rocket stuff. Be a be a lot to talk about. Thanks for being our guest. Appreciate it.
6: All right,
1: Doug, I got to get you on the show too, man. Anytime. You got my number. Anytime. Ryan Ryan Hollins, uh, Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst, played 10 years in the NBA. Of course, he's the color analyst for the Houston Rockets Television Network.
6: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
1: You've put it off long enough. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to tireright.com/sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tireright.com/sports tireac.com,
0: the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table.
1: it's Doug Otlieb's show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the com studio. If you're just joining us, you would know that there is uh, there breaking news in the NBA. Jordan Poole traded for Chris Paul. There's other parts to the trade. Protected first-round pick goes to Washington. Uh, so, too, does, you know, one other player. But the b- big news is Chris Paul is a warrior. And multiple reports saying Chris Paul is going to remain a warrior. And Jordan Poole is going to be on the Wizards. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save progressive.com. Let's get to a game.
5: Game time!
6: This is game time.
5: It's game
2: time.
6: On the Doug Gottlieb Show.
1: Dan Byer, what's the game? You down with CP3? Yeah,
5: Yeah, you you know know me. me. Uh, The game today
6: is... (sighs) I feel a draft.
5: Drafting current NBA players you'd want on your team for the next 10 years. The next 10 years, NBA players could be players drafted tonight. Could be guys, hey, that haven't even been drafted yet or will be drafted. But the uh, players that you would want on your team. So, I guess i take away that current NBA players. Any guy you would want over the next 10 years. There it is. Ramos, you pick first. Doug, you pick second. Jason's third. I'm fourth. And then we'll snake it back. All right, John, you're on the clock.
2: Um, I, I was just looking at the Joker's going to be, he's what, 20, 27 right now? Luca, and Luca is 24. So I would I would say... <laughs> I would say Luca. I take Luca because mm-hmm. I'm that 34, and even the joke I don't think doesn't do as much as Luca. He's more stabilized, so maybe the age wouldn't be as much of a big difference for him. But I'll I'll, I'll take Luca for the next 10 years. It's
1: a really good pick, John. I, we make fun of your picks all the time, both in front of you and behind your back. We you make fun of your <laughs> picks all the time. Uh, but I, I think was, that's I think that's a great pick.
5: I thought it was a great pick considering a bear Maldas microphone. I thought that, that I was. <laughs>
4: I was making the pick. I was just about to say that since we moved into our amazing new studios, like a hallmark of John Ramos going on the air is at least one mic adjustment and at, at most like five or six while he's talking.
2: I ap- I apologize, country, for that. So. No,
4: it sounds very good, John. It's not your job to worry how the
5: sound of the show is. It's
2: not your job at all.
1: All right, Doug, you're on the clock in number two. Next ten years is the uh is is the, the part that is a really, really good question. Um because there's a couple of guys out there that are, like are just at the limit to where like, man, those last couple of years will be bad. <laughs>
5: right? Yes, they got they got percent
1: like, like whoa, they're they're, they're bad. It, I mean, obviously takes Kevin Durant completely off the table. You guys know Kawhi Leonard takes him off completely off the table. I think you have to go Jokic here. Um, I I would say those last couple of years have it look like they won't be great, uh, but man, is he good! Uh, I'm gonna go Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic.
4: When people say SGA, uh, for uh, most, I like that one too. no, that for was
1: my that was my other pick. Well, I was go. gonna say
4: for the for most of the last hundred years, when people said SGA, people thought. Screen guild actors. Um <laughs> but now, now it's, it's actually SAG S A G Screen Actors gotcha. Guild. Um Shea Gilgis Alexander is that just yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with s G A. Yeah. I'll take IGA, the grocery store. No, um I got back to back
5: picks. I'm gonna go Wembenyama here, and I'll go Giannis. I
4: think that's good value. Wow, Joker fell to me. Joker went second. No. That's what I meant. I'm yes. that guy in the draft who does that. Who yeah.
3: I would have taken You're on the uh, clock. I'll take Joker. I'm <laughs> sorry. He's already gone.
4: I would have taken John ja Morant here, but he, he's got a gun he, fetish. He shot himself in the foot. Oh, yep. Geez. Excellent. Perfect. I'll go Jason Tatum.
1: Um okay. I'm gonna uh Yam was a very good pick, by the way, Dan. Um, Thank you. Jason Tatum's a good pick. Hmm. I'll tell you I'm going to go. I'm going to go Trey Young. Hmm. Trey Young. 24. I don't know if he ever wins the title, but he's going to score a lot of points. A lot of points. Ramos?
2: I think the ceiling's high. Uh, Maybe not a defensive side, but definitely offensive side. I'll take Devin Booker.
1: Oh, good pick. Devin Booker is a good pick. Solid.
2: Is that it? That's it. (coughs) (laughs)
3: That's
5: game, huh? Game time.
6: This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
1: Uh, All right, coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, here's what I want to do, guys. Okay, We're live at the Tyrac.com studios. What I want to do coming up next is I feel like, you know, what is it from Shrek? Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. The Jordan Poole trade has layers. We're going to peel them away. Try not to cry over it. Next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.